Yeah, it's that time again. It's Theology yeah, of the Streets yeah. podcast where no topic goes untouched. That's right, that's right. And I'm your boy, Pastor Lou, a.k.a. Late to the Game. We about to get it again. One more game. What's up? What's up, Dawn Dada? I'm here, baby. I made it. You made, made it. it. Yeah. You made it, Dawn Dada. After a long shift. <laughs> yeah, he got out of work and rushed over here. Right over here. Big Dawn Dada on the far right. Yeah, What's your up, boy, man? Dawn Dada. What's up with my left over here? Over here, Jam Jugger back with you again. Hello, everybody. We back, man. What? And listen, listen. Filling in for Kirk Classic, I got right next to me. It's Dave in the Cut Jones. Dave in the know. Cut Jones. Yo, listen, keep Kirk Classy in prayer. <laughs> My man was lifting like 800 pounds and pushing around pews, and he pulled Samson his back. Samson in the building. Well, he pulled his back. Oh, he did it here, pulling that. He did it over oh. here. Well, that's his story. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, a yo, fact right there. The pews are heavy. He pulled his back. The pews are heavy, though. The pews are, yeah, the pews are. But um, <laughs> yo, keep Kirk Class in prayer, man. We hopefully get it back on his feet and um, can join us next uh, next old. round, next round over here. But uh, listen, hey, we drop episodes every Wednesday and Friday. We try to be dropping as consistently as possible, but we are working people, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, be yeah. gracious with us. <laughs> Unless y'all start supporting and start sending some, you know, oh, funds yeah. this way, then we yeah, might we, get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that in like next couple weeks, all right? Yeah. But anyways, yo, uh, check us on Anchor. FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and uh, you can check us us check us up on YouTube at Theology in the Streets. Make sure you like uh, the video and subscribe, and uh, go from there. Also, if you want to follow us on Facebook, catch us at, at Tats Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter at Tats underscore Podcast. So, yeah, so you listen. know we got to cut Kurt some slack though, Kurt. Cause What's he's up? he's been here since the garden, so come on now, give my man, my man, you know he's aging, he's yo, aging very well. Yo, wow. black no crack, bro. That dude, he like I said, he the oldest, youngest dude I know, bro. <laughs> no, but uh, big ups to Kirk Classy. Listen, all right, so for today's episode, we're gonna jump right into this. Um, we got an interesting one, and maybe you as an unbeliever, you may have this position. We don't know, um, but uh. You might be offended. Not that we want to, but, you know, just based on the truth of God's word. Um, and today's topic is, does God listen to the prayers of a sinner? Does God listen to the prayers of a sinner? Hmm. And Deep um, already. Just deep. The, deep. Just the title right there. Deep theology. Up here. We about to go up in on this joint right here. Well, I hope we bring clarity, too. Of course. And, I, of course. I, you know, that's my prayer that God's truth will bring clarity to the people that have confusion yes. or have some misinterpretation. Well, no, the reality is I think there's a lot of people who do pray that, okay, let's say, that are not like us Christians that regularly attend uh, fellowship, uh, uh, but there are probably Christians, I mean, there are probably people out there who, who, who say they're Christians, but they don't fellowship with believers the way we do. Yeah, okay, um, okay. And maybe don't practice the... The truths found in the scripture because they're ignorant to them. Okay. Right? Um, and they believe that God listens to them. Exactly. But what does the Bible say on this in this issue? Because this is important right here. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, you know, the whole way we came about it is I had discussions with people about okay. this, more than one, about um, what, you know, they, you know, they claim that. Uh, God is listening to him or they claim the same people will claim why God is not listening to him or sometimes why God is listening to him and then I think that 
it was rightfully so for us to do this because they're not understanding scripture to me. You know what I mean? All right. So let me ask this though, Don. Um, and you guys answer this. Do Jam and Dave answer this? Did you guys ever pray to God before y'all became like official Christians? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I and it, but it wasn't okay. So that's a great question. I never prayed to God out of reverence of who He was. Okay. Okay. Out of respect, it was more of a I need something done at that moment. Let me pray to God. Mm-hmm. It, but did you know what God you were praying to though? Now mm-hmm. I didn't know. Meaning, mm-hmm. I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. I had a knowing of right. Okay. Who'd you think you were praying to? I thought I was praying to Jesus, of course, right. God. Right. But but oh. listen, I know nothing about Him. Right. So I I knew the name, but I ain't know him personally. Okay. I couldn't tell you why I was praying for him to him. I couldn't tell you what he did to make me able to pray for him. I couldn't tell you why he was God. You know what I mean? I just knew through tradition that okay, Jesus, you pray to Jesus. That's it. You okay. know what I mean? That that's it. Okay. And, and and it was and it was moments more of, of time to get me out of a situation in back of a stolen car. Oh Lord, <laughs> for, I'm just being honest. I oh Jesus, you. please, really praying though. Yeah, but like like oh Lord, man, let this cop not know that we inside this stolen car or times that uh running you know from shoot <laughs> people shooting at me. You know what I'm I mean? Bring that back again because what you just said is so vital important. I think yeah. a lot of people pray like that. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, but it's important. But and, and that's why I said it never it was a. Let me take out to pray to the God of the, you know yeah. what I mean? The God that created yeah. me, God that died on the cross. Never was like, let me sit down. Nah, not like that. It was not more like of that. an oxymoron because you're like, yeah. y'all licking shots at people and you're like, oh, save me. Get yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you save me real quick. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Gemma? Like, when, what was, what was, I mean, I always knew who I was praying to. Always because, you know, I was born and raised a Catholic, okay. so I had full biblical teachings at the age of six, seven, Nerdy eight. gangster. Oh, yeah, because, you know, as, as as a Catholic, they, you know, you start real, real early. Okay. Bible school, the whole nine, and heaven they, and, and hell, they was teaching, and, they, good, and they teach yeah. you, and you was, oh, learned, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah, I was well-versed. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, I know. man, I was yeah. well-versed. I was an altar boy. Yeah. Oh, my God, hang on. I was a fake Catholic. With <laughs> the priests. <laughs> yeah. So I knew exactly who I was praying to, and um, while I was doing wrong, you know what I'm saying, and I knew God always listened, and um, I. Damn, it was kind of weird. I think that's what caused a lot of like, like when I was chilling with these dudes back hang when go, I first blame. started hanging with. Hang them. with the blame. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. When okay. I first started, <laughs> hanging, yeah. I always on. felt not part of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they was thug, thug for real. They was like for real, for real thug, and I was like, oh, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could do that. But it wasn't intrinsic. I, I was only doing it because they was doing it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, he played it off well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he played it off real good. Especially, yeah. right? No, no, for he no, did. Yo, no, he did. 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 He No, I used to fight with them. I was thumping. No, not only that. He used to cause all the problems. Yeah. So I would never thought that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you were still. I always felt like I wasn't a part of it. I thought it was natural for him. And it would cause. And it would cause depression in my life because mm. I knew the truth. You knew the wow. truth. I, I never knew, knew the truth. So the seeds were planted in you. So because that's you why. Yeah. What you learned. So that's yeah. why you would go by yourself Remember? sometimes. And, and yeah, they'd be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm over here struggling <laughs> the inner struggle. Like, man, I know the truth. Yeah. I ain't supposed to be here chilling with these gangster dudes. I'm not a gangster, although I could fight. 
and I have a gun, and I shot at people, and I, I got beat up a couple times, and I beat some people up. I a don't know what times. the statute of limitations is. <laughs> relax, relax a little. I don't want to do this. I'm just doing it because I'm chilling with these dudes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, all right, so, so I always knew who I was praying wow, to. Wow, that's something I learned Lord today about you. And that same God brought me out. That same God. I remember uh, I used to have get into deep. I prayed for like three years for my wife. To I used to pray to my wife, please God, send me a partner. Cause if I keep hanging with these dudes, I'm gonna get in trouble. Mm. I'm gonna get in trouble, end up dead or in jail wow. or just depressed these dudes. and done. And then I cut them off. Fault. Remember, I cut you off. Here we I go. cut them off. You never I, cut us off. I had cut never. them off because they was like, um, I used to live in the studio. Damn, come on, we got you. No, I'm tired. Nigga. Everything's come on, come on, we out. Come on, we go to the studio. And then I was like, yo, I'm done. I'm done with y'all. And I got into golf and just work. Right and a little weed hustle on the side. Me and Mook. I was like, that's all I'm gonna do. I ain't messing with these dudes no more. Weed is legal. So now, keep telling yourself. And during that time, I prayed and prayed and prayed for a partner. I was like, I need a partner. I need a partner. Lord, send me an angel. I just need someone, please. And during those three years, God sent me some people, or maybe it was the devil sent me. The devil sent me some shorties, but then God sent me this one shorty, and that was the one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, I always knew what I was praying to. Always you would never, this is what his spiel is, uh-huh. but he made us get into a lot yes, of fights. Yes, so, yes. so he's talking he this. Try hard, you would never know. Try hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try hard. That's what hard does, right? No, no. This dude was OD. Like, so no, I don't know. know. Was, you know what I really blame the most? His big brother, Prime. Oh, oh here Shout out, Prime. He trained me to be a. You need to teach me how to be a gangster, man. He's like, no, chill. When you do this and you do this, you act like this. And you do this when this, when this happens. You do this, and when these on these situations, you act like this and you behave like this. And you uh, react and like this. And he's such a good listener. And he was my he's mentor, a good disciple. <laughs> I'm a great student. I learn quickly. Yeah. Okay. And I, I accept. All right, Dave I Jones. Dave he still Jones. needs prayer. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> needs prayer. <laughs> what about you, though? You said you prayed uh, before coming to yeah. Christ. You used to pray to God. Did you know who you praying to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I mean, because I grew up in the church. Okay. And even okay. though I wasn't saved, um, I grew up in the church, Church of God by Faith, Atlantic Avenue. Shout out. Big up. Uh, it's crazy, man, because, you know, I had a mom, man, used to, you know, force me to go up to the altar, you know. Okay, yeah. There, there, will, be some, there will be some nights at church where the spirit is moving and, they want all the kids up front. Yeah. You know, you go up there and you you falling out, you're crying and all this stuff, and then you're saved, and then a couple of weeks you're acting right, and then you're back at it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Funny story, man. We we were all supposed to be we were all supposed to be saved. One thing that black churches do, they have this thing called Fifth Sunday. If there's a fifth if there's a fifth Sunday in the month, oh. your church would get together, two churches. We we had uh, Church of God by Faith had Atlantic Avenue and Adam Street, and we would get together, and we would they would have service. Man, it was like it seemed like every preacher there preached. You know, they would <laughs> they were switching up the mm-hmm. you know the drummers would switch up, slide mm. out. Atlantic Ave drummer would get on, and then you know they would switch up the musicians and stuff. Well, we were supposed to be you know we were supposed to be saved, and we would get in like fights, man. Atlantic Avenue against. 
What? Church fights? Uh, church gang church wars? Church gang fights. Church gang wars. Oh, wow, no. this is oh, great. Yo. I thought we was bad. I thought we was bad. I'm telling my, yo, church I'm gang telling wars. my wife about this. We were wilding, man. Oh, my fighting God. Over, wow. Fighting over the girls. So it'd be like, uh-huh. you know, we go we go to Adam Street because it was the bigger church. You know, we would, because they would have a big service and they have dinner after, you know, they would serve dinner after this. So that's what, you know, with the kids, we were looking forward to that. Okay. But we were always hanging out downstairs. We were supposed to be saved. We would hang out downstairs in the basement, man, and you know we'd be mad that the Atlanta, that the Adam Street dudes were hollering at the girls mm-hmm. from you know and vice versa. Vice versa, versa. Yeah, yeah. Somebody pushed somebody, and then we rolling. Wow. And then what happened was this: the, the deacons they created like this jail in the basement, <laughs> right? And they put you in church jail, right? Wow. Wow. But what this is the this is the crazy part. They got if you got put in church jail, they got your name, right? And then they'd take your name and give it to the usher, and then the usher would go up front, and they'd say, the preacher, I can't believe this is going on. We got the youth downstairs fighting. We're going to call out some names. If we call your name, come get your child. Ooh, whoa. Ooh. And this back at the time when they was strong Ooh. on their kids. Let me tell you something. So, of course, my name get called. My mom come down steaming. Whoa, Ooh, whoa. I'm embarrassed. Kidding. She's embarrassed. That her, yeah, so you. she don't say nothing. I'm yeah. all the way home. I'm talking, you know. I'm like, <laughs> trying I trying to get... even do nothing. <laughs> but then when I get home and and, and Pops find out. Ooh, oh, he was praying whoa. to Jesus. <laughs> That's when the praying started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. knew who I was praying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yo, that sounds like a great comedy movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, you know what's the dope thing about that though is that, see, he 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 acknowledged that when the parents found out though, stuff no you know stuff got done. No doubt. Yeah. Nowadays, different story. Yo, bro, yeah. let me tell yeah. you. Back then, the deacons, the mothers of the church, other people's parents, they'll snatch you up, mm. and and your parents dared you to to come home and be like, oh, sister such and such said this to me. My father wasn't even saved, bro. If I went home and I said somebody at church set me straight, I would get a beating just for telling it. Mm. Well, if they did that, they had every right to. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. I'm a, and I'm going to whoop you for even saying something because you knew you were in the wrong. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's how I went down. So man. the question is, did God hear those prayers? All <laughs> right, that's the did truth. Did God hear your prayer, Dom, when you was in the back of that stolen car? Did God hear your prayer when your pops about to beat you up days? Sometimes did and sometimes <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's just leave it like well, that. Yo, listen, this is important because what does the Bible say about praying and holding a position of a say maybe wickedness or, or unrighteousness? Mm. Um let me let me read a couple scriptures to you here. Yep, yep. Says this. Uh John chapter nine, this is Jesus speaking here, says, We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Mm. Let me let me bring up let me bring mm. up another one. Old mm. Testament. Old Testament here. Question answer. This is <laughs> <laughs> Boom, that's it. Psalm 66:18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Mm. So I got a question. Yeah. Based based on that scripture. None of us are perfect. Yeah. Everybody in the church the pastor included, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. We are all sinners. Yep. Yep. Okay. So how do we break that down? Is it intentional sin? Is it, you know, uh, is, you know, intentional sin? Yeah. Like what, what how sin, we, yeah. what sin uh, do, do we commit that completely cuts us off 
from God's ear. Yeah, I don't think, and I understand what your question is there, but I don't think that's a good way to identify what a sinner is. Exactly. So exactly. I think I think if we let's let's, let's identify what a sinner what is. is. What is a right. sinner? Let's, let's identify right. what let's a sinner is. Let's go right. into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's how I broke it down to the person I was telling Lou about that. Okay, I said right. first of all, when they, we, I said first we have to identify what is a sinner, okay? And a sinner is a person that sins against God, basically transgress against God's laws, well, His commands. So, right? do you think it's? De- Go ahead. No, well, I'll just say Jesus says if you've broken one commandment, you are guilty of breaking them oh, all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just okay. want to make that clear. But and I and I said now. When we classify you as a sinner, see, I don't, I take myself out, and y'all can, include correct me if you feel that I'm wrong. I take, I, when the, I correct people when they call me, oh, you're a sinner just like me. I'm not a sinner mm-hmm. like you. Okay. I, feel you on that. I, I correct them because I'm a sinner that was saved by grace. Okay. So I, you don't classify me as a sinner because my, my intention is not to sin anymore against God. I want to keep his laws now. Now, right. I might fall and I might fail and I might come up short. Mm-hmm. You can say that, yeah, and I will. And, I, and just like you, I will. But that is not my heart's intention any longer. Right. I, right. I've turned from that way and wanted to follow the way of God. Now. The intent is So it. I yeah. want to use the same example that what, what you say. You were, you were in the back of a stolen car. Yep. And you pray, Lord, man, I don't want to get caught so the notion was you didn't want to get caught. Okay, maybe you have not, you didn't get caught in it. I don't know what the situation was. But your your motive in the in that that second right there was not to get caught. But when you didn't get caught or if you got past that situation, you went back to doing whatever it was exactly, you were doing. Exactly, and that's the difference exactly. right That there. is the difference. And you're hitting it right on the button. So the reason for me praying wasn't for God. It was, again, a selfish prayer. God, let me not get caught. You know what I mean? In this act. Now, Lord, I want to honor you now. I don't want to do this stolen car stuff no more. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to be about this no more. I want to be more about what you about. Right. You know, help me get out of this. Right. Different prayer. Gotcha. So I told her, I told the, the, the person I was speaking to, I said, so that's a sin. A sinner is a person that is good with their sin. They're not trying to turn from their sin. Yes. They're not trying to change and live for God no right. more. Okay? They, that's the difference now. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's and, what I keeps... Would say, I would add this. that uh, I think most sinners do not know the, the, the ramification of their condition. Meaning exactly. this, they are an enemy of God. Exactly. That's what the Bible teaches. That we, had, we once had enmity with God. We were once enemies of God before... Christ saved us. But if you're on the other end, right, if you don't have Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have beef Beef with God. God. I preached this whole sermon on that. You got beef with God. So go ahead, my bad. No, 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 that's good. Keep punching in like that. Okay, it's like the studio work. Keep punching in. (laughs) Punch in. Yeah, punch in. So you have beef with God because you not have accept the full gospel of what God is trying to show you or what he's trying to do for you, you know? So you haven't accepted Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, right? So when you accept that, you know that that was huge. You know that you can never pay for that. So you're like, I'm accepting this, right? So I'm on a, I'm going to abide. What that means, I'm in agreement with God. I'm, I stand with what he stands for, and I do, and I'm do his will. Dying of self. Okay. Now, it ain't about me no more. 
It ain't about me. It's, it's about you, God, now. You take precedence over my life and your ways. So now that type of prayer, right, takes out, now you're saved by grace because it ain't about you no more. Right. Now Jesus covers you. Now the blood covers you. Now Jesus stands in front of you when you speak to God. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I so that's you. the difference that people got to mm -hmm. understand. So they think that, oh, I can acknowledge, and I think, and I use these terms a lot with people. You acknowledge God, but you don't follow God. Nor do you I, know Him, and nor do you, and you're not gonna follow if you don't. If you don't, you're not gonna know Him if you don't follow yeah, Him. Yeah. You see, but you acknowledge who He is. You see what I'm saying? Just like the rich man, He came in acknowledgement of knowing what God can do for him. Right? He said, "I know I did this, I did that. What can I do to to be with you?" He said, "Well, give away your money and come with me." Right? He said. I ain't going that far. Yeah. I'm not, see, I, I don't want to get to know you that much. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm, I want to keep this over here. I don't want to give this up. They want their cake and eat it too. Exactly. Kind of when God, and then what happened? So you left and God and Jesus went this way. Right. And that's what happens in your prayers. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? If you ain't willing to give up your life and saying, Lord, I want to change, I want to be about you now. Forget me, right? I'm going to be all about you. You going one way and God going another way. And now people thinks that and people think that, you know, just because they acknowledge who he is, oh, I know who God is and I know he could do the thing. And I'm gonna pray for him at certain times, but I'm not giving up my life yeah. for him. I hear that a lot when people be like, Yeah, I know who Jesus is, but he already died for my sins. Right. So no matter what I do, he already died for my sins. Right. That's that's a lot of people's arguments. Exactly. Yes. I know who Jesus Christ is. I believe in him. He died on the cross. He died for my sins. Intellectually they understand it. And yeah. what Dawn was saying, I wanna I wanna uh, support what he was saying is that the difference between a sinner and uh, a Christian sinner and because we're all sinners, no matter what we do, we're going to sin. Right. Is that we don't champion our sins. Right. Like he said, we're trying not to sin. When we fall, we feel shame. Exactly. We're sensitive to sin. Right we be there. like, damn, I messed up. Right. Like, damn, I shouldn't have did that. I failed. I need, I need to pray for forgiveness. I need to ask this dude to forgive me. You know what I'm saying? But you have people that be like, let's say they're, uh, they're abortion activists, right? They're like, I believe in abortion, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, you, who are you to judge? You're a sinner too. So don't judge. It's not your place. Leave, the, leave it yeah. in God's hands to judge those people who are getting abortions, right? Yeah. It's like, no, but I'm not defending abortion, right? There's female women out there who are Christians who had abortions and regret it yeah. and are shamed and they pray to tons God like, Lord, forgive me, listen, I'm sorry. there's women out there who are not Christians and, and they shame and regret <laughs> it. Yeah. Exactly, tons. So, but, yeah, go ahead. My defending friend. sin, championing sin versus being sensitive and ashamed of your sin and trying your hardest not to sin through Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so let me let me just, for any of the listeners out there, maybe you're not a believer like we are, and you may say, man, that's self-righteous, that's egotistical. Um, that's, not, that's not the case here. That's not what we're trying to portray. We're trying to portray truth here um, because really what's at stake in all of this is e eternity. Right. The reality is all of us are going to die and meet God. Just on what side? Are you going to meet him with Christ or are you going to meet him without Christ? And that is the whole notion of the gospel, that the good news is Jesus Christ is our mediator to bring us to the Father. Um, now, let me ask you this, though, because I've heard this from some people in my conversations with them. But I pray to God and he answered. So how could he not? He didn't. How could you say he didn't listen to me? What do you guys think about that? Because I know I've, I've come across a few people who said that. Well, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. And I know that, that um, oh, yeah. in, in the book of John, he talks about it clearly. He said, you are, your father is the devil. Mm. He said it straight up. Oh, he's talking to the Pharisees, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to the religious leaders. Yeah. And Pharisees, whoever's 
and that goes to across the board. Whoever, if you're not with God, see, there's no medium ground. See, people got listen, man. We're gonna get real deep on you, Tax Nation. Y'all, y'all see me, right? Oh, I got y'all. I love y'all. I'm back here with you. For y'all. those listening on audio, he's yeah, yeah. pointing I'm to pointing the camera. Pointing at the camera. Okay, <laughs> I got y'all. Listen, there's no middle ground with. That's why he said, if you're lukewarm, he'll spit you out. Okay, there's no either you with him or you with. Okay, you're now, not. You're not. Now, peep the contradiction. It was Kurt and and Dave brought this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, Dave Junior and, and Kurt Little brought this topic up. It was I was like, wow, right? Now this is deep mm-hmm. right here. You have two Christians, right? They're both good Christians, Bible thumping. They know their word. They pray. They fast. They preach. They evangelize. One is praying for something. The other is praying for the complete opposite. What's the question? What's the question? Yeah. Okay. What's the problem? So they're they're praying for the same thing, but- No, no, no. Yeah. For example, for example. example. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was terrible. No, no. no, This is great. This is an example. You know, where was you going with that? Which one is right? They're both Christians. Okay. For example, Biden versus Trump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have Christians- who are saying, God, Lord, please, God, get this guy Trump out of office, yeah. man. Please, yeah. Lord, I'm voting for Biden. Yeah. Be your will. And and the opposite. You have mad people who vote for Trump yes. and be like, Lord, please don't let these heathens get control of our country. Right? Exactly. So whoever wins, right? Let's say Biden won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say Biden won, right? So did God listen to the Christian who was voting for Biden and didn't listen to the Christian that wanted Trump to win? I, I, when they both Christians, they both Christians. Yeah, but I don't think it's that simple. Like yeah. right, off of one prayer, he didn't listen. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. That's my opinion. Yeah, he, what's your opinion, Dave? Yeah, my opinion is that he didn't listen to either one of them. Boom. Because ultimately, his will was going to be. Done. Thank you. Yeah. It's his yeah. will. It's okay. his will. His. We're, See, we're just a conduit, bro. His will is going to be absolutely. done. Absolutely. And let me. What we pray for. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a great point. And let me break something down. The problem is another thing people have to learn about prayer. Prayer ain't asking for a lot of things okay now there's a there's a there is a segment if you will or there is a petition that you can put in there before god but prayer is way bigger than you asking god for anything it's aligning your will with his will right because a lot of times your will does not align with the will and so i would say this that that um god's will would was going to happen with united states no matter what but when so god listens to neither it's not, it's not that, that he, he don't listen. listen. A lot of times we pray missing the mark, even exactly. as Christians. Even that, yes. Okay, God listens, but it's not meeting His will. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why we say aligning your so, will. With no, no I will give you the example. This is what Jesus says. Jesus talks about uh, uh, the prayer. Does disciples come to Him? Lord, teach us how to pray, and then He gives them the Lord's prayer, and He gives the example. But by yeah. the end, He says, nevertheless. Not my will, but your will be, be done. done. That's right. Jesus Actually. in the Garden of Gethsemane was praying, Lord, if this cup can pass from me, but nevertheless, now my will, let your will be done. Like, you okay. see what I'm saying? So, so that's true prayer. It is true it's, prayer. It is wanting your wants. That's what my son you told me. That. Your wants turn into God's will. It's exactly. like exactly. That's why aligning your will. I'm with even it. asking for nothing. <laughs> Whatever you do, do. Aligning yeah, right. your will. It's okay to ask, though. but it's okay. Yeah. That's why I said it's a part there with yeah. asking. Yeah. But let me let me. I'm gonna give you straight up an example in my life. Um, a testimony here. My wife, when we first uh, became believers, my wife confronted me on my past and asked me if I had ever cheated on her. Um, and 
up to that point, I never gave her any kind of evidence. I was a good liar. Um, and she had no clue, but it was like God was working in my wife to expose my past mm-hmm. for future. Okay. Right. As I see it now, hindsight 2020, but in the moment when she confronted me, she, she actually asked me three times and I lied to her in her face three times. The third time she quoted scripture to me, let your yes be yes and your no be no. That scripture cut me. And this is what I was going to the Lord in prayer by. I said, Lord, I am never going to tell her the truth. I'm going to die with this lie. That was my prayer before God. I prayed like that for probably two to three weeks every day. But I was, it was like every sermon, every Bible study I heard was calling me a liar. That's all I heard. You're a liar. You're mm-hmm. a liar. It went from that prayer to say, God, I'm a coward. I don't want to tell her. I don't know how to tell her. And I prayed that for about two or three weeks. Finally, my prayer transformed into this. God, all I want is you. I'm going to lose this woman. I'm willing to suffer the consequences because of my lie. But as long as I have you, that's what matters. Mm. And this is what I said. I said, Lord, when you tell me it's okay to go and tell her the truth, I'm going to do it. The next day, I received, because I was in contact with this pastor in Connecticut. And this was the day when they wrote letters (laughs) Mm. before texting. He sent me a letter, and I received it after the, the next day after, but he must have sent it. So God was already working behind the scenes, knowing the prayers that I was laying before him. Mm. I received this letter, and in this letter, he says, man, listen, I, I just felt from the Lord, you're going through some things, and God is telling you to move forward. Mm. What? Wow. My prayer transformed into the will of God. I told my wife, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, I told her, Anything Christian wasn't there no more. She was messing up my house, breaking everything. <laughs> um, however, check this out. My, you know, my girlfriend was a type. You know, my wife is a type of woman. She, you cheat on me, I'm out. Mm. That was that was her personality. She was. She was gone. She said, like, "I don't want nothing to do with you." For a week, a week went by, and the Lord ministered to her in that week. Literal week went by. She called me the following day it was. I don't know if it was a Sunday or Monday. She says, the Lord's been talking to me. I know you're not the same man you used to be. Mm. And it's the only reason why I'm giving you a second chance. Wow. Prayer, bro. Mm. Now you tell me. Now I was straight up, bro. Mm. I was like, God, I'm lying. I'm <laughs> dying with this lie. Yeah. But over time, because I kept coming to God and I was missing the mark as a believer, God was sanctifying me. He was transforming my prayer into his will. Yeah. And I say that now because to the glory of God, when I go out, I ain't afraid of anybody popping up that I might have shacked up with because my wife knows the past I come from mm, and what right. I've been saved from. Right. So that 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 right there is what prayer can look like to some degree. Mm. It's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So so that's what we mean. That's what I mean by aligning your will with His will. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like a short way of saying that, and people don't understand that to align your will with His will is a denying of self. Yeah. It's a denying of your wants. Your wants. It's yeah. a. It's like Lord. Okay, I want this. I want that. But let your will be done. Yeah. I'm good. Whatever. What you want to yeah. be done. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And if you don't come into that 
See, that's where growth comes in. And that's where um, Holy Spirit and all these things helps you to teach you to align you and helps you to pray like that. And that's that's, that's true prayer. Because, mm-hmm. again, people just think that prayer is just asking God for a bunch of things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which there's a time for a petition. You know what I mean? There's a time to ask for healing. There's a time for ask for financial if you need it. There's a time to ask for strength. There's a time to ask for more faith. There's there's times that you you know even in the in the uh, when Jesus taught him how to pray, you you notice he there's little things he go through that you know mm-hmm. that he talks about and he says the bread that you know you provided. You know what I mean? Provisions, uh, the provision, protection. protection from um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, deliver me from evil. You know what I mean? Things like that. But at the end, but let your will be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you take over. You take precedence over my life. You know what I'm saying? As do a lot with maturity too. Like a mature Christian want and pray for, ask God for some stuff. Ex- yeah. Like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that that comes it, it, with that comes with just continually coming before God. Right. That's another thing too. Right. Yeah. That's it's practice. Right. It's, right. It's, it's not a that's not a good term. Yeah. But I'm using that as as right. an the more you pray before the, God. The right. more your prayer language evolves, yeah, exactly. like you mature, right. exactly. Like your so, prayer so went so from "I'm never gonna tell a God" <laughs> to God telling you, "Bro, have faith, tell it." And so, wow, and I that's went like, from, yeah, boom, I went boom. from pride to humility. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. now that that's, but anyways, listen. We before we continue this conversation right now, it's trending on the streets, and we got to give it the jammer here. Do your thing, bro. Trending on the wow. streets. That's all right, all right. This is not good news for me, but I have to relate. <laughs> all right. Congratulations to President Joe, President elect Joe Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris, the first female non white vice president in United States history, man. Congratulations, man. Um, It was a well fought fight. And thank God this ordeal is over. Hopefully, everyone can just get along now and get along. Me, I tell you, they robbed me, Jemma. <laughs> to the courts we go. Yeah, you know, they're going to court. But I'm taking I, it, it to the courts. Good. It's going to be great. You know, it it's going to be great. I've accepted the outcome already. I'm looking forward to the extra fast stimulus check and the student loan forgiveness <laughs> and maybe a partial <laughs> reparations check because oh, I am damn. 33% black. I'm looking forward to all that stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kamala. <laughs> he came with Mr. Mr. Percentage. Jones, please came with the percentage. Mr. Jones, please interject at any time. It's my guy right here. I know uh, he's like, come on, Jim. He, he knew his percentage. He said 33 <laughs> I love you guys, man. Let's keep it all together, man. All my Trumpers, man. Don't do nothing stupid. All right? We chilling, bro. We gonna wait four years and we take you think it. You got the energy for the next four uh-huh. years? I'm chilling. I'm happy. No, no, I'm talking about you think Trump going to have the energy in the next four years to run again? Oh, no, 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 no. He ain't going to run again. You no, don't no. think so? I'm saying in, in four years, you know, we, we have a chance to elect someone that we want. Y'all need some know? new energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah new faces, new energy, younger people. Uh, check That's it out, real. man. That's real. Oregon becomes first state to decriminalize hard drugs like heroin and cocaine. Wow. What? Wow. Oregon. Yes. Hold they passed up. the bill. Using? Like having yes. it on you than using? Yes. Versus conspiracy to... To sell, right? It's got to right. be a difference. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, you know, if you get caught with, you know, a couple bags of but heroin you're and you're a user, you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is your fourth Usually, time, third yeah. time you got caught, you're going to jail. It might be good for you. You could detox in there. Probably not. You could find drugs in jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep getting high. Uh, but now they're like, they're not decriminalizing. I mean, they're not criminalizing. They're like, no, you can't go to jail for that. It's a $100 fine, right? And after a couple times, they, they, they sentence you to a 
detox center, court, court a mandated, hospital. Court yes. Mandated. What do you think about that? What's your opinion? I feel like you're not going to jail for anything no more. Right. <laughs> Even here, you, you no. get shot, stab yeah. somebody, but you don't go to jail. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing is, is, it's a good and a bad side to this, right? Because if you're a drug dealer, you be like, yo, I only got to have this much amount on me. Yeah. Right? Oh, and yeah. if they catch me, they be like, you yo, know, you yo compl- I'm just a user. Just, However, exactly. if you got a history of being a drug dealer, right. you're done. Yeah. Right. So, but, you know, it again, uh, now, yeah. you know it makes it easier for criminals to get away with crime. What is yeah. the point of why they're doing this? Why? To help people instead of uh, destroying their lives, right? If How you're a drug destroy. addict, we're not going to send you to jail. We're going to give you help. We're going to send you to a hospital with counselors and doctors and therapy to help you get through your drug addiction. You know what I'm saying? And but the you, benefit of it is mass incarceration is going to be but decreased. You know what's the sad thing? thing? What's the sad I've thing? T- I've talked in numerous amount of people to rehabs and um, there's drugs all in those rehabs. Yeah, that, oh, that's, yeah. that's so that the danger about yeah. rehabs is that you get just like you get jail. new connects. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, new, new connects. connects. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. 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 clientele yeah. increases. Yeah. I guess well, no, I just, even who, in the detox places. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I've taken oh, yeah. recently. I've taken people to detox places. They told me how many times they got offered drugs oh, in there. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And they're trying to detox. Oh man. So and yeah, another yeah, another you know bad thing about it is our taxes will be raised because oh, uh, the middle class yeah. worker is going to have to pay for these new facilities, these new hospitals, these new detox centers to help uh, drug addicts. So this is if this is a state thing, a state this, thing. If yes. it's a state, state thing, thing, how does that affect overall our taxes overall? Okay, no, my bad. My bad. Break, break All right, let me down. clarify. Break it down. Uh, Oregon citizens are mm-hmm. going to have to pay for those benefits, oh, okay. correct? Yeah. And eventually. It'll um, be over. Right. Under Biden and Kamala, which is, a you know, this is a Democrat-ran state, mostly Democrat senators and representatives and mayors. Um, Kamala and Biden will try and implement this program, this style across the country. Right. That's what I'm anticipating. And this, so you think that's part of like just overall reform? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. In theory, though. You know, yeah. It, you sounds, trying, it good. sounds good. That's There's what two I'm saying. Sides. Yeah, but yeah, in yeah, practice, yeah. man. In practice. Know. I mean, but what are we going to do about the drug problem? Exactly. We have you, to offer something. You got to try something. Would you rather them not do anything? Or, but sometimes, and, and it's two-folded, because sometimes the therapy and all that does work. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. though, the hard jail works, too. Also, not yeah. wanting to go back and that reality check of, I'm going to end up in prison again. Right. Makes gives them enough strength to be like, I'm done with this. Right. So it's twofolded. You know, it's twofolded. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to attack. Right. Let's help the drug addicts with their drug problem. And then the other side of it is let's really go hard on the drug dealers. Right. 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 So you're trying to save people from going to jail, but at the same time you're going to send more people yeah, to that's, jail that's for a selling lost drugs. War, though, you see man. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's dr- like the drug war is a lost war, yeah. man. It's just too much. Too much is being flooded into our uh, streets, man. That's and it's crazy. just way too much stuff that people are doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. know, anyways, but. It's crazy. Oh, and that's what I got else. for you. Okay, I, uh, cool. Just to do a little extended trending on the streets. Uh, there was a, a scraping took place yesterday in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> scraping? Yeah, <laughs> scraping. It was. It was. Of, it was. Uh, it was. Of, uh, Is that a medical term? I put a call in, though. I put a call in. Just, I said, show love to Buffalo. I said, we're close. Rochester's <laughs> close. Talk to my man Russell Wilson and people, and I told them. Oh, we're talking about NFL news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I told them. Yeah. Everyone, That's the scraping shout out I'm Bills Mafia. Don Dada is but, a Seattle Seahawks oh, fan. Yeah, but and it was another scraping that everybody was talking a lot of junk about, and the Saints scraped. Yes, y'all yeah. boy. 
Y'all boy. Who was it? I know. That's for the Tax Nation. No, that's the Tax Nation. Oh, the Tampa Bay The Brady fans. The Brady fans. Man, they got scraped last night. The Brady fans. Brady and Antonio Brown. Oh, my God. Because I was, trust me, I was somewhere that I was being attacked by these Brady fans. Oh, my God. They was going in. It was like, I told you it wasn't Belichick. It wasn't the system. Brady's all time great. And I'm like, listen. When did they even have time to say that? This dude was down 28 to like nothing in the second quarter. You see what Don just did, though, right? You saw what Don just did? Yeah, no. He deflected nothing. No, I'm just saying. Tampa Bay. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, saying. Listen, I never. Listen, listen, listen. Let's skills. get back to the topic. That's Yo, a good Russ skill was, right there. Russ was playing like Sierra was mad at him. No, 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 no. Russ was getting. <laughs> Russ was, was playing like he was in a doghouse. No, man. Russ was getting sacked. That's what was happening. Yeah. Russ was getting. 16 knockdowns, five 16, sacks. 16. Yo, listen. 16 knockdowns, five sacks. And this was clean hits. No block. Yeah. No block, blindside. Yeah. Good victory for day. Buffalo. It was a yeah, it was good. NFL, yeah. But we still scored it, scored like 30 points. Since we're on the football subject, uh, I'd like to congratulate my Pittsburgh Steelers for remaining undefeated and coming back against the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. wow. Good job, yeah, guys. That's, that was a tough Early. game. Yeah. Eight tough and game. Eight <laughs> and Dallas Cowboys, tough game. Eight and oh, oh, yeah, wow. take that tough. Who y'all play next? Thank you. That has yet to be determined. Okay, All yeah, right. you want to talk about that? <laughs> All right, All right. Listen, we gonna get back on back this to topic the here because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of our some of our fans ain't, ain't sports fans. Yeah, Don, like, Don, uh, God's not listening to your prayers for the Seattle. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did. But I told you, I, I let that a lot. You know, I show love to Buffalo. Yeah, no doubt, no I doubt, no doubt. So listen, I want to. I want to. Oh, I want to get because plus he was, he was going ham on us in the text messages about Seattle, so I had to get at you. Oh, I, 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 I didn't go ham. What, what? Oh, last week you was. Like, I was not going ham on no Seattle. <laughs> I just sent one text of what's, how Metcalf was doing. Enough? People, that's all I was. DK, DK Metcalf, DK, he's yeah. a monster. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a beast. Listen, we kept him locked down. We kept listen, him locked yeah, down. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Um, but anyways, uh, that was whack. That whole segment right there. Okay, so let's go back. Let's get back to real. Let's get back to real. Okay, now. I want to explain something though with these, with this whole sinner and this, the prayer thing, and why we would say, you know, like when you're justified by, you know, what God has done, and you accepted it on the cross. Let's look at the scripture, uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty nine. It mm-hmm. says, "The Lord is far from the wicked, mm-hmm. but he hears the prayers of the righteous." Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now that's huge because. As a believer, what makes us righteous, Lou? Jesus Christ and his work alone. His work alone. So accepting that, abiding. Look at the words that we use. Abiding means clinging to. You know what I mean? This is something, this is not something we turn off. This is something we do. Go ahead, Lou. No, so I, I want to jump on because you said before, when people say that, man, you're a sinner too, and you say, no, I don't take that 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 claim. I'm a sinner saved by grace. grace. This is important because what the Bible teaches about the saints, believers, is that we have a new nature, we have a new identity. Yes. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we may become the righteousness of God. Amen. Simply meaning this, what Jesus Christ did on the cross was he took our wrath. He became the substitute. On our behalf. In other words, Jesus on that cross took my penalty for my sins, right? This is the gospel message. Now, his perfect life has been given to me. That's right. It's been transferred over to me. It's been declared unto me by God. And now 
God the Father views me as righteous, as one as never having sinned. However, I'm still a sinner, exactly. saved by the grace of God. So I have this identity now as the righteousness of God. Do I fall short, as Dawn mentioned to, alluded to already? Yes, I do. But now I have the relationship with the Son, Jesus Christ, that can help me in my weakness. The wicked person, which all of us were wicked before we came. Listen, we can identify, we can tell you uh, all the stuff that we've done. But the reality is, we were far from God. Though, listen, me personally, this is just me throwing out there. I never prayed to God when I wasn't serving him. In my mind, because I was raised in the church, I had this perception and knew off jump, he ain't going to listen to me because of the way I'm living my life. I just knew it. I I, I know how I'm living my life, and I choose to live my life this way. However, I know not everybody has that understanding. They They don't have that background. When you are declared the wicked one, right? You alluded to it from John 8. Your father is of is the devil. devil. That's what Jesus said to supposed disciples that were following him. It wasn't the Pharisees. He, he turned to the disciples that believed in him. Mm. Then, he, then he said this, and this is important, right, because there are so many people that say, man, I believe in Jesus. I live my life for Jesus. I, you know, I confessed. I went to the altar but their lifestyle does not match one who has experienced the power of salvation. Yes. And that's why I would, I would say stop using the word you uh, believe in Jesus. I, I always correct them. I say you know of Jesus. Mm. That's big. You know of Jesus. You See, you're using Jesus. the term like a believer. When you believe in something, and I have broke this down practical to people, Jamma, you believe you're going to get that check Friday, right, from your job, right? Right, yeah, you believe that to the point that you went to work last night, Mm -hmm. you're gonna go to work tomorrow, you're gonna do everything they tell you to do, but you didn't get the check yet, Mm -hmm. you don't get the check till Friday. But everything they're telling you to do, you're doing it because you believe Mm -hmm. that you're gonna get that check Friday. You see what I mean? To the point it's not even in your hand. But you believe it so much that you're carrying out orders. You're walking in this job. You're doing everything because you believe. See, that's a believer. See, we believe we're going to have eternal life. We believe what Jesus did on the, on the cross. Yet. We know we haven't, you know, our, we haven't got our perfected body yet. But we believe it so much. We carry out these things that God said to do because we believe. Now, when you know of, I can know of Jamma's printing job. I can know where it's at. I can know how to get in how to apply but i just know of it i ain't believing it because i ain't go apply i ain't go trying to get the job you see what i'm trying to say there's a difference and i explained that to to these to these to these um people you know in a practical sense and jamma let me let me let me keep them there jamma because now like what lou was saying so now what what lou just described you know that's accepting him again and when i said abiding him is believing in him we living this life When I say dying to self, what I want is what I'm explaining to God and what I'm telling God to help me with is to want what he wants over what I want. Okay, so living this this life, this is what God says about this person now, because you understand when he said a wicked person that we all was once, that means that we wanted God on our terms, even if we if we did want God. And that's not see God is God. See, some, we use these words loosely. Yeah. He is God. The almighty, the creator of all. You don't, he created everything. You mm. don't want him on your term. Mm. He's not going, 
he's not going to lower his standards down to what you want and you predict or you dictate what you want Facts. over him. And you don't Facts. want him to do that because he wouldn't be who he is. He then, wouldn't no, be who he is. This is the exactly. thing, though. We create this false God. False God, exactly. And not only that, it is, there's a false God preached in many altars, and that's what people have believed to some degree. Amen. And now, so you don't get God. See, those prayers are not being heard because you're trying to make dictate what God, what you want him to do, how you want him to do it, how he fits in your life. Right. You know what I mean? So you created so, that God. That's so not the you, God of the that's, Bible. That's, God is like, bro, yeah. I don't, bro, right. I don't right. do what you want. I don't do you. You do me. You oh. do what I say. Okay, yeah. I don't do what you and figure out what you. This is what you got to do to be with me. Yeah. See, and so that's why we say those prayers aren't listed. That God doesn't listen to those prayers because, again, first you have to know the majesty of who He is. Mm. You have to acknowledge. It says, "Be still and know that I'm God." Meaning, and He, he said, "You tremble in His presence, bro. Know who you're talking to before mm. you come to me. Mm -hmm. First of all, mm -hmm. you're coming to me sideways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I let you rock because I could just." <laughs> instantaneously take you out. That's mm. my grace and that's my mercy. So, a wicked person does, hasn't fully come to the, the, they still want them. And that's why he said the devil is your father because the pride of life is filled in you still. You have pride in your life. Wow. And God says, I give life and I taketh away. Mm. You see that? That's what the pride of life is. And you share that with your father who is the father of lies, who is Satan. Y'all have pride in your life and y'all want to be gods among yourselves. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Facts. So, but what does he say to the righteous, the person that accepted Jesus Christ? He says this, the prayers of the righteous. Now look at the Pray different language. Much. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man availeth much. Okay? He, this is a whole different tone. You know what I'm saying? He said the prayers of a righteous man is powerful. You know what I'm saying? So this is a whole, see now this is relational now. See, because he's acknowledging God. He's not acknowledging Jesus coming before you. Now he's on your side. You're with him. And he sees the blood covering you when you come. And now you're accepted to come to that altar. And I'm going to break it even. I'm going to go even further. So, so to the point that us believers, right, when we get judged, do you get judged for your sin? If you're a sinner, Jamma? If you're a believer, what do you get judged for uh, 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 when you when you see God? I guess everything, right? I mean, everything I did, but um, it's already been washed away by the, I, I plead, you know, I plead the blood of Christ. Is it your so works? I believe. Exactly. In my belief, you don't get judged faith, for your sin. Your sin been casted from far as the right. east to the west. Right. You don't right. get it's judged for your. It's yeah. been dealt with, bro. Yeah. So if you're, that's why I said, don't put me in your category. Mm. See, when you stand before God, you don't get cast from east to west. Your sins, mm. you get dealt with. Mm. See that I don't get dealt with. No, See, I, yeah, I, I, you know that's what I mean. The beauty of the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of the promises of the believer. Of the believer, of exactly. The believer, of the, the believer. See, and that's the thing. We went from beef to relationship, exactly. To being adopted into a kingdom, mercy and grace. Saying, I can say of God right. the Creator. Now He's my Father. Exactly. Not everybody can say that 
of God the Creator. Amen. In Amen. fact, in John, I think it's John 1, it says that he made some to be the children of God. And that's another lie that's out there today, that all of us are children of God. That's not true. Exactly. All of us are, creator, uh, are created by God. We are the creation of God, but not everyone is a child Truth. of mm, God. Mm, say that, and that's man. why say you that. have to be born again <laughs> into the kingdom to become a child of God. Mm. And the only one who can bring that notion of being born again is the Holy Spirit of God based on you listening to the message of Jesus Christ and being uh, repenting, meaning this, that you agree with God's uh, uh, declaration of your condition. Exactly. Right. And that you need a Savior. And you need a Savior. So let me, let me touch on this real quick too. Um, for the, I don't want people out there who don't have that relationship to mm-hmm. feel like all is lost. Yes. Because. Yeah. We're going to come there. It was going right. to come there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Because for, for me, I know, and Lou, you know, this is probably, this is something we can go into like on, a, on another podcast because we can get deep with this yeah. thing, man. Yeah. But as someone who is a believer, okay, we, and we discussed earlier about, about prayer and, um, I was one that always had a problem praying because I didn't know what what to say. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I felt like I always stumbled. I felt like I was just trying to find things to say. But when I started to realize that God was is my father. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Amen. I started to That's talk good. to him like he was my father. That's simple. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Because even though I'm a believer, I have fallen. Exactly. Okay? And I have fallen intentionally Mm -hmm. but that does not mean that i'm not a believer it just means that i have fallen come short but when i went to my father and i talked to my father like he was my father and i believe that in my heart Mm -hmm. when i pour my heart out to him when i pray to god now man i talk to him i say father you know I, I got I I'm having it rough. I got it, you know. And when I pour out to him and I'm vulnerable, Amen. And I and I identify him as the only person that can take that pain or take or forgive that mistake. When I view it that way and and I and I acknowledge him to the to the depth of he is my only father and he all he wants is for he wants me to come to him yep. yeah. and crawl yep. and crawl in his lap and say, Father, listen, I have fallen and I'm hurting. Man, listen, that's what he wants. That's all he wants. Yep. That's all he and wants. And the key word was pouring out your heart. That's, that's it. What, that, that's and, it. And, that's and, it. And we have scripture to back what you just said, Dave. And that's first John chapter chapter one, verse nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now you gotta understand, John the Apostle is speaking to the believers. Right. And he's saying, listen, you gonna fall short. And he goes on to say in this chapter, anyone who says they don't have sin is making God a liar. And God don't lie. Right. Okay. You can't say you you're not a, uh, you don't have sin if you are a believer. We all battle. However, God has declared us to be righteous in his sight. And because of that, and because of what Jesus has done, we can come to him. In fact, we are challenged in Hebrews chapter 4. The Bible challenges us to boldly come to the throne of grace so that we may find help in our time of need. Mm, mm. That's the open invitation for the believer. Exactly. And what I mean, for the saint, the Christian, yeah. we have that access to God at yeah. any moment. Now, you said something interesting, Dave, because this is important. 
You said at times they would, I would come and pray and I don't know what to say. That was true of even the disciples of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. They saw Jesus praying, but exactly. they're like, I, I can't pray like that. Right. I don't know how to pray like he prayed. He getting up in the middle of the night. He's staying up all night praying. Like, I don't understand that. The reality is it starts the day it starts. And what do I mean by that is the moment you commit, even if you're a Christian and you struggle in your prayer life, and I want to encourage you in this, you just need to commit every day to come to God. That's it. Humbly, yeah. humbly before Humble. the Lord. Yeah. Boldly come to him and speak. You will be like me at times. When I just shared my testimony. You may miss the mark in your prayer. Mm. Keep coming. Because yep. I kept coming to the Lord. Exactly. I kept praying to the Lord. And little by little, God began to mold my prayer and check my heart, check my pride. Fervent prayer. Fervent That's prayer. That's why he said That's the fervent. Right yeah, keep, you know and what he, I mean? This Consistent. Is the beauty, this is the beauty about God. Now, now, let me throw this out there because we're getting close to the end of the show. Because I need to throw this out there for the unbelievers. Like, all right, you saying God don't hear me. And I pray that. Though, how can God ever hear me? Well, I would say this. God listens. I, say, I would say this. So the question of the, the the title of the show, does God hear a sinner's prayer? Mm-hmm. I say yes. One. One. That's right. One prayer he listens to the sinner's prayer, and that is a prayer of repentance. Amen. Mm. Amen. A prayer of repentance. He will listen. His ear will never turn away from a prayer of repentance. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now, Lou, make, clarify what repentance okay. means. So repentance, I, I kind of mentioned this before, but repentance is agreeing with God concerning your condition and you cry out for forgiveness saying, God, I need a savior. That's as simple as I, I could put it. I can go in deeper than that, but I want to keep it simple in that area. So when we say that he listens to that one prayer, he listens to that one prayer, that is different for a lot of different people. Yep how that comes across but what it does is it reveals a language from someone who may not know God but just saying God if you're real just show me who you are yep. it could be that it could be that yep it could, if you have background like it like I had you yep. know I came to the church it was like lord I messed up I can't do this without you just show me from this point and it's, it, the point is is that it's genuine and it comes from a broken spirit yes what I mean by that In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says this, blessed are the poor in spirit. Yes. This simply means that these are people who recognize their condition without God. Yeah. They're poor. (laughs) They're poor and they are in need of the richness of God. And that's the only one who's going to be able to give it to you. And when you recognize your condition before God, it breaks you. It shatters you. You feel you feel shame. You feel guilt. You you just like, oh, my goodness. But at the same time, God responds to that prayer. Yes, yes, yes. And he begins to fill you with joy, with peace, with this overwhelming love. This is the supernatural power of salvation in a Christian's life. If we could bring a visual, you will be it'll be a curtain or like a veil. And once you mean it from your heart and you say, hey, you know, God, show me you are. I, I, I know I need you, whatever you, you can articulate. But it coming from the heart and you know your condition that you need to be saved because you are wicked without him. They say the veil is torn. So now you have access to God. And now that language can go back and forth between you and him. Mm. And one thing, too, that I want to um, bring up, I want to encourage 
people to do is uh, my prayer life started to pick up for me when I acknowledged, and my wife is a is a witness to this, because um, I spoke to her about this, you know, many times, and and I heard it through a a, um, a message uh, from a pastor online, but. Um, do not do not hesitate to call on the Holy Spirit to speak on your behalf. The Holy Spirit Spirit was sent to us as a helper and someone to uh, to help us in a time of trouble. And and when you if you feel like your prayer life isn't what it needs to be, cry out to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, guide me, help exactly. me, Amen. usher me to usher me to the father and show me, uh, give me a better prayer life, you know, uh, help me in these areas where I feel like I may be falling short, you know, man. or where I need that assistance. That's yeah. big for me because I'll be real with you, man. A lot of times when I pray to God, I feel, I feel a sense of guilt. I feel like I'm undeserving. Mm. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a catch 22. I'm praying mm. to God and asking God for forgiveness for things, but then I don't feel worthy of that forgiveness mm. and then i go to the holy spirit and i say holy spirit you know fill my heart fill my heart with with this that's you know job. give, yeah, give me good. you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like give and me this is dave not to cut you off but i think there's a lot of believers that do struggle with this what you're just saying right now is so i think it's vital man a lot of brothers a lot of sisters they know they're saved mm-hmm. but in the in the practice of prayer they don't have confidence right and this is why I say it starts where it starts. Right. I because the more you come to God, the more. And let me say this. When you come to God with this and you begin to see the promises of God that are declared to you, they're declared to you, not not for self-help kind of mindset. Right. Right. Promises right. of truth. truth mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You are a royal priesthood. You right. are a chosen generation. Yep. You are a son of God, daughter of God. You are a future king. You are a future queen in the kingdom that will be established. Like there's so many promises of identity of who you are. When you start to read that and you start to believe and trust God in those areas, you can come assured, assured and say, God, I'm laying these things before you. You come humbly. Yeah. I'm not worthy to before you, God. But the guilt and the shame no longer belongs there because he's taking the guilt and the shame on that cross. And that's where a lot of believers need healing. Right. They need healing. This is yeah. where the Holy Spirit, yeah. I believe, comes in Absolutely. to heal and, and, and set some things in order in the heart. And that's on. You got to be honest with God. And one thing about prayer as well is that you have to be transparent with the Lord. You can't be coming in with, with half-stepping. Nah, I mean, sure. yeah, yeah, you can't, can't be half-stepping half with man. the Lord. Yeah. You just got to be honest, man. And if you don't know what to pray for, it's God, I don't even know what to this, say. I'm yeah, just yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. I'm here. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I'm here, yeah. and I'm I'm committed for this time frame, God. Yep. And there's times where I've been in prayer, been and I ain't too. say yeah, nothing. Me too. Yep. I'm like, God, I was just there 15, 20, 30 minutes, hour. I ain't say nothing, God. And you know what? God is, and what Dave was saying with the Holy Spirit is so faithful that it says our groaning <laughs> from our bodies, that Holy Spirit uses that and talks to God for, for us. us on our behalf. Yeah, on Absolutely. our behalf. That's Absolutely. how faithful the God is. Of God. The beauty yeah. of God. Yeah. The beauty of God. Mm. So so sometimes you ain't even got to say that. Just look at that. That's a fatherly love that he feels the heavy heart. You ain't even got to say that. It's speaking to him. Mm. No doubt. It's speaking to him. It, it, it says a million words without you even, you know what I mean, without you articulating it through your mouth. 
you're saying a bunch just on that just being there in the presence of God taking that time out with a heavy heart or whatever's on him he's he can understand that he's yeah, already yeah. acknowledging no words what no words Feelings, necessary emotions he yeah. hears all that he hears heart. all that and he knows what you, you ain't got you right? really got to say nothing like no. Don told yeah. me this a lot Listen, homie. Yeah. When you pray, that's another listen, that's bro. That's a big part. Of listen, because yeah. he gonna talk to you. Just open big, up, yep. and you gonna he gonna give you. It's gonna what he right you in your part. heart. You're gonna right feel there. it in oh, your yeah. mind, heart. You're gonna. Oh yeah. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful thing about prayer for the believer. And and this is the thing, if you're unbeliever and you're hearing this, maybe you're like, man, I don't know, you know, man, do not despise the message that has been shared with you today. This can be yours. If you turn and live your life for Christ, it means surrender. It means giving it all up. You may not be able to give it all up right away, but you you your want heart Christ has to be over there. all that. Your yeah. heart has to be. You there. want Christ over all that. Yeah. You tired of it? You just you could be right there. Listen, you listening right now? You can be right there, man. Cut. Put this on pause and just begin to cry to God. If mm-hmm. it's genuine, God is gonna meet you right there. Yep. Uh, believe me He will Amen. meet you right there He yeah. will listen To the prayer Of the sinner Who repents Plain and simple that- If you are repentive He will listen to you And he will reveal himself Maybe not exactly In that moment But over the next few days You're gonna start oh, yeah. Seeing some things Happening in yeah. your life And understand Now you on the other side mm-hmm. See That means now You living for him Mm-hmm you you pry at your heart. You you not necessarily might not feel anything at that moment, but guess what? Now you live for him, and I we guarantee you, you'll start seeing him talk in your life, ordaining your steps. You'll see things come together. You know what I mean? And you'll see him doing things. But again, it's about living for him now, not about you. And what we're saying is basically, you know, that time of prayer. You're not gonna want to do it. But you're going to have to do it. Opening that Bible. You're not going to want to do it. But now it's time to do it. You don't have to necessarily go to church. Right? But congregate with guys that you know are, or women you know that are faith, faithful in the faith. Talk to them. Get with them. Wherever they be. Two, three of them. Have time. Dig in the word. Have time. Pray. Have time to see what they do on the streets if they're evangelizing. This is the life now that you yeah. live. Yeah. Mm. Learn. Be a disciple. Yep. Be a student of God. That's it. Mm. Praise him. Praise He's worthy him. of all praise. Amen. Yo, we're about to close up shop here. Any uh, final thoughts? Any final shout outs on what uh, this topic or? Uh, yeah, I would like to emphasize on repent. Mm. All right, repentance is not defending your sins, man. Yes. Right. It starts right there. Don't no defend your sins. Yes, right? right? Like you said, just come clean and be like, I'm messing up. And I want to put up a scripture, John 8, 43. Mm. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. Mm. Right? His word is the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. It's strictly about Jesus Christ. All right? And Jesus Christ is not here to condemn you. He's here to save you. Save you. Like he said to the prostitute that they brought to him, that they tried to stone her, and he saved her. He stripped her something in, his, in the dirt, and he said he was without sin, cast the first stone, they all left. And then he asked her, why don't they condemn, do they condemn you? And she was like, no, nah, no one condemned you. He was like, neither do I. So exactly. go and sin no, no more. more. Repentance, man. Exactly. Don't defend your sins, man. Yep. And the word is right there. And God will send his Holy Spirit to help you, man. Just like you guys said. Yo, I got one more. I got something real quick, too, as you were talking here. Just want to encourage anybody out there, man. Stop looking at other so-called Christians or believers. It's not yeah. a good excuse. Yeah. Jesus is calling. 
Jesus is calling you personally, and either you respond or you reject. That's all it comes down to. Forget about what other believers may yeah, say or may yeah, not do or do that. or not do. Yeah. If he's calling you and you feel that prick in your heart, respond. Respond to him. Amen. He loves you. Amen. Mm. Yeah. All right, yo, I want to give a shout out to Out of the Darkness Ministry. They gave me a little love, a little birthday, a little belated birthday give. Uh, and if you didn't know, uh, Out of the Darkness Ministry is a uh, ministry that uh, ministers to um, women who, who are in a halfway house. Uh, they come out of jail, and many of them are addicted. And um, they live in this home, and, and by the grace of God, they, uh, they, get, they find restoration. Not all of them. Sometimes there's a revolving door there, but the ladies were showing me love, got me a little birthday gift. Uh, appreciate them. Um, shout out to Jesus. We, we had a good time um, this weekend. So shout out to Jesus and Aurora. No doubt, Great no time doubt. with, the, with I'm, them. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, to my two grandkids, man. <laughs> uh, Noella and Ezzy, man. Papa loves you. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you probably listen to at, at 12 noon and go to bed. <laughs> Yo, if it was up to me and D, we let them stay up. All <laughs> night. Yo, just for y'all that don't know, it's Dave Jones and Jammer. We share grandkids. His daughter's married to my son, and okay. they have two beautiful children, Noel and Ezzy, that bring so much joy to our lives. Yeah, and if me and Dave could, we would steal them away from them because we love them so much, man. No they doubt. get so adorable, man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, if they was with us, they'd be up all night, chilling, breaking night. <laughs> Hey, that's what grandparents do, Just man. Just let them wild out. Let them do what they do, <laughs> you know? Yo, Tash Nation. Keep riding. Tash Cougar going to keep driving. We out. Peace.